Hi, my name is Rachel Luther, and welcome to my Labrador podcast, Put the Kettle On, where I have a yarn about growing up and living in Labrador from both young and old. Let these stories warm up the cockles of your heart as we share in the rich oral history about our big land. I don't want to watch anything. I'm going to have a chat with my good friend and buddy old pal, Melanie Ackerman. Melanie is connecting to audio and can't hear you yet. Hi, Mel. Hi, Rachel. Can I got a little guy here, too. I can't Hi. see you yet. All I see is Melanie Ackerman. Do you see me now? Negative. Oh, why not we video off? Look. <sighs> <laughs> Martin, is oh, he sleepy? I am. Yeah, Daddy's gonna take him upstairs and brush his tiny tutors and get him to sleep. Oh my goodness, you gotta take him old tutors, hey? Yeah, you gonna say goodbye to Mel? You're so cute. He said, I've seen you a couple months. He said, that's because I got it right from my mom, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know he is looking more and more like me all the time. Okay, can you say goodnight to Mel? Mommy's going to have a little chat with Melanie now. Melanie is mom's best old buddy old pal. Good night. Melanie, when she was about your age, or younger, I suppose, probably more like Natalia's age. What? Time to go to bed. Good night, my lover. I don't know. I, I, I still feel like we're only teenagers. You? I know. <laughs> no, until I, until I enters in somebody's date first, and I was like, oh, that person must be a little baby. And yeah, then I realized I that they're married with children. <laughs> yes. Or until I looks in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yes, I got a whole bunch of new grays coming in over on this side of my hair now these days. Yeah. Hmm. Since it's Friday night, I decided not to put the kettle on. Well, friend, I got the kettle in the Labrador mug, but I got something else a little bit stronger in there. <laughs> <laughs> cheers cheers isn't this zoom great i know it's been awesome like imagine if we would have had shares and zoom before all this shit went down right you're the smart one the brains of an operation why didn't you think of this earlier yes well uh, the, when you think about the brains of the operation all that trading stuff that's going on with these hedge funds and I don't know if you pay attention to any of that stuff that's going on down there. It's kind of hard to understand, but sometimes people will make a bet that you're going to lose some money on a stock. Oh, yeah. So these hedge funds made a bet, and the bets are always, like, public knowledge. And so these bunch of, like, people in this Reddit thread decided to buy the stock. So then they don't get their, their bet that it's going to be shorted because they inflated the price. And all the, the hedge fund owners are like, what? We're going to lose all our money because we said that the price was going to go down. And then you go and buy it and make the price go up. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, they're all up in arms. We're dead now down the States or wherever. I don't know. 
could be a worldwide thing. Well, states are crazy. Yes, that's a whole new topic. That's a whole other kettle of fish now, isn't it? All right. I'm I'm very glad that I'm Canadian, but I've always been glad to be Canadian. Mostly proud that I'm a Labradorian, but very proud to be Canadian. I remember the first time I went away out of country, because Saint Pierre Miquelon, that don't really count. No, it's too close to Newfoundland. Too close to Newfoundland. I came back and honest to Jesus, I wanted to kiss the ground. I I almost did. I was like, all I want to do is get back in the, on the ground, on the solid ground, and I'm going to get myself some Tim Hortons. <laughs> I know. Well, that's what I say, too. Like, uh, well, like so we're, we're just living in Newfoundland. But, of course, Newfoundland is so much different in Labrador. But I'm still even grateful But now with all this COVID in the world and the rest of Canada. I never be prouder to say I'm from Labrador, but also living here on the rock. Yes. Somebody, been was, in for so long. somebody asked me today and they said, uh, oh, you're doing a podcast. You really need to interview so-and-so. And I said, I'm pretty sure that they're not a Labradorian and it's a Labradorian podcast. And they're right. like, oh, what's the difference? And I said, uh, what is the difference, Melanie? What, Newfoundland Labrador? But like they were in like, Outports, but I guess like it's more Aboriginal at home, I guess, or Indigenous people, or um, well, part of things, even on the island here to grow up in small communities. I think in Labrador, where we're so isolated, when we grew up by only way out was by plane or boat. I think that's makes a difference too. Growing up in Labrador makes it unique in itself that way. Because even grow up in some of these outports in Newfoundland, they still mostly had a road, unless you're talking about Harbor Deep, somewhere like that, years ago. Yep. Yeah, I think that makes a difference. And well, I also, I met anyone from Labrador who's not a proud Labradorian. You know, but I mean, the same thing with Newfies, when you ever meet them no, out here no. or somewhere, they're awful proud too. But I, I mean, I remember one time going out for meetings and somebody said, oh, you need to tell people that you're from Canada. They were as about this Canadian unity thing. And I said, well, I'll always tell people that I'm from Labrador. And you're like, mm -hmm. but what if you were traveling in another part of the world and they didn't know where Labrador was? And I said, well, didn't I just educate them on where Labrador was? <laughs> like it would just, uh, it wouldn't like, I, I'm always going to be from Labrador. If somebody asks me where I'm from, I'm from Labrador. I'm not going to say, I don't say I'm from Fergus. I say, well, I live in Fergus, but I'm from Labrador. Yes. Yes. Even with my kids now, their eyes ask where we uh, transfer so much. The kids are like, man, where am I from? Especially Elias now. Like he wants to know where he's from. Cause he always hear us talking about stories like growing up, right? In Fox Arbor. And he's like, well, where am I from? I'm like, you're from Labrador as well. Nan, Nan still lives in Labrador. Mom and dad grew up in Labrador. So you're from Labrador. Yeah. But he says, what? Uh, it says I was born in Nova Scotia. <laughs> I'm a Labradorian. Uh, yes, yeah. My favorite quote of all the time, I always use it. I always say, you could take the girl out of Labrador, but you can't take Labrador out of the girl. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's true for many. Yes, I'm always going around with no coat on, no clothes. Like, everybody says, my God, aren't you cold? And I said, I was born from this. This is... <laughs> <laughs> that's cold. Yes, I don't. I said I don't intend to be comfortable when it's cold out. I don't mind being cold going from my car to the house. There's only a few seconds, and I'll be in in the warm again. Yeah, I'm opposite. A lot of people say to me, "I'm going to be complaining about the cold," and they'll say, "But aren't you from Labrador? Aren't you used to this?" I'm like, "Yeah, I still like being cold." <laughs> I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. Remember when we used to go out, Mel, when we were so young and we wouldn't be 
like we'd be too cool to wear on skidoo pants and you'd be so cold oh, that your legs would hurt when you'd come in and just praying the cold. I realized after that's like frostbite sitting in. <laughs> I know. How many times you here? Put your hat on or you're going to get the flu. <laughs> Don't go in there or you're going to get the flu. <laughs> yeah, we won't go to that story tonight. No. But Rachel, talking about that when I was thinking about like growing up and how like, I think it's crazy to have moved away for 20 years, first of all. I know. Like, how can you be old enough to be moved away for 20 years? Yes. But uh, one of my favorite memories, I was laughing at it the other day, is about uh, how we scored Port Hope for like basketball tournaments. Yes. On Skidoo. And sleep in the classroom. I know. Amazing. <laughs> so much fun. You know, I was telling mom that I really want to do a come home year, like when all this is over. She said, sure, there's nowhere to stay. And you know, Melanie, I was thinking about that. I said, sure, there's, there's like showers in the school. People could each have their classroom. Their families could all stay in one classroom. You could sleep together in the gym. There's a kitchen there. Such different times. I don't think it, I don't think it fly, first of all, for the school, first of all, to open up to the public. Oh, man. Well, I wouldn't come back home until all this COVID shit was over anyway. Oh, my God. No, that's right. Keep yourself and your family safe and everyone yes. else. I, I, it's hard for out here because out here we got so much more COVID, right, than they have down home. I said, oh, my God, it's so cute. They were worried over four cases down Newfoundland. <laughs> Well, again, saying I live in Newfoundland and I really wanted to go home for uh, New Year's, even Labrador, but even me coming home from Newfoundland, I was kind of iffy about that. I was like, well, you never know, right? You never know. Four cases here and we'll still play it and follow the rules. I know, but sure, you know, imagine if you did take it home, how fast that would spread around down home. Yeah. Do we know for the one who killed half to yeah can no thank you no no, no, no better thank stay, you. it's better stay where you're at we'll yes. come to home will still be there when i want to go back absolutely yeah so i wanted you to tell me about growing up down in murray cyber because all i remember spent summer times growing up in labrador is how lonely it would be because all you fillers used to go away all summer and i'll be stuck by myself because rebecca and martin were just old enough that it was too much of an age difference they're four or five years older than me so i only remember being terribly lonely during the summer months but what did you remember oh uh, same well how many people learn facts are when we grow up 300 maybe yep so we go to maury Star in the summertime like so soon as school was out maybe even a week before school was out sometimes we don't even know if we passed next grade until we came up in september because we wow. used to go to school and go down for the summer and Maury Sarber was only dad's uh mostly dad's brothers and sisters and niece and nephew that fished there was um just a handful of people and again just a handful of kids to play with and there's not much up to St. Louis like I said growing up a few stores and a a little road to walk around but still it's like the city compared <laughs> to Maury Sarber <laughs> yeah I used to say I was probably 10 years old I always taught uh, Aunt Shirley uh, Penny that was dad's sister she lived there in Maurice Harbor and she had like a little store in her house when I mean little store I mean like just um, one of her bedrooms I guess had shelves on it and you can go down and more I think about it, I don't know if it was a store it was just extra storage I used to go down and get stuff I don't know but <laughs> 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 I made myself believe it was a little store uh, and, um, I just go down and get uh, dream whim 
You know, yeah. you just drink the powder, dream lip that you add like a cup of milk to. Mm-hmm. And I go home and I'll be beating it up. I used to think that was ice cream. Yeah. Because there's mean, no freezers and Morris are right. No. And even when we come back to Fox, I would have an ice cream like when we were young. That was a treat in itself. Oh, the remember day. making ice cream? Mom and dad used to make ice cream in the spring of the year. Mm, so good. I know. I know. And I don't know if you remember growing up, I always used to say, when I'm 12 years old, I'm never going to Maury Starber again for the summers. <laughs> and I don't know if I was 12 and I could stay home by myself, which will never fly. And oh. I don't think your mother, your mom couldn't handle two of us all summer. So that wasn't going to fly. No. <laughs> she would not have. Um, yeah. And I remember something, like I said, when Moratorium shut everything down in 92. And I remember coming home and mom and dad, I never, ever saw dad upset not really crying but like just really upset knew it was something gonna go mom was crying and uh being so young i guess at the age of 11 or 12 i didn't know what was going on mm-hmm. and um that's what mom said that uh we're not going to morris harbor summer the catfish is shut down and i was the only one in labrador probably or newfoundland excited <laughs> with that news because in my little <laughs> mind my innocent <laughs> mind all i could think of is i could stay up to fox harbor all summer and i could go to morris harbor <laughs> I didn't think about how well how are we going to eat? Yeah, <laughs> right. Never me. talked about any of that stuff. No, I was just, but of course it was devastating. And um, but when I look back at it, like when I was down in Maury Sarver, I never did say I was bored because you make yourself uh, content, I guess, with what you had. My main thing was playing copy. I just have this little boat and go in with my dishes and make all kinds of soups and pick wall berries and leaves and all kinds of different leaves and grass, whatever I could find. And I had a little swing set there and a couple little friends. I was younger than me, but still it was fun. I used to chase my father around all summer long. And I used to go down to the beach and I used to collect, you know, like when the water would go out like a high tide. And then the water would come out and it would be low tide. Mm-hmm. There'd be all these little puddles of water left over in the crevices of the rocks. And I used to go down and play with the sea lice. I used to go and catch the sea lice that was left in those little crevices and put them up on my hand and let them like tickle my hand or whatever. And that's what mm-hmm. I used to do a lot. Well, I had two older brothers, Oliver and Chris. That's what they used to do too. It was like take a little boat out of styrofoam. Mm-hmm. Like make the boat out of styrofoam and then like cut like a little place in the back and fill them up yeah with those sea lice I guess and like just home around in the beach yeah and um, like I said you just make your own fun right but I was so, so it, excited when it was time to come up to get to see you and go to a store to buy some candy yes going out to fishery products and getting some smoked chicken chips oh I tell you yeah mm. um but Mel as a as a girl, were you having to do work down there like the boys would? Um, no, not really. Like, um, like I said, the only thing I was forced to do was berry pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> and probably look after, I have a younger brother, Gavin, that's six years younger than me. And the same thing, you know, Gavin. <laughs> 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 we're teenagers. <laughs> I love them. But uh, not really. Like I said, that was my doll. So my mom got pregnant with Gavin. I was six. So Dan Morris, I was like my baby doll to play with all summer. I loved it. Yeah. And Dan Morris, I mean, and women both fished in the stages. Like when they come out to fish, everyone was on deck. Got older brothers to help with the fish and mom would as well. 
And I probably just entertained the baby. Mm. Yeah, I said it was a good age difference. Perfect age difference is entertaining. Yes, and uh, like I said, um, was of course no running water. And we didn't have to lug our water. Dad, I remember Dad had like a black hose up to the pond coming on down to the front bridge, I guess. And that's how he used to get our water. And Probably yeah. had a piece of cotton over it to get out just to uh, filter out any little insects or anything that was in it. Because that's what they used to do yeah. over Battle Harbor, right? They'd have yeah. a, a mm-hmm. black pipe that would go up on the hill. And then they would just... There's these little red insects that used to be in the water. So they used to just put this uh, little cotton filter on it. I know. I remember one summer we were down there and um, I don't know if you've ever been anywhere more so or not, but like when you come in through the tickle there, a great big iceberg like blocked the entry up. You couldn't get in, you couldn't get out. Huh. The iceberg moved. And I remember I was, I was so upset. I was like, oh, I'm going to get back up to Fox Harbor until Christmas. Because, you know, a great big iceberg. <laughs> And I was like, I'll walk up if I have to. Well, they used some people used to walk, right? Yes, but I never ever made it. Uh, made that walk, like I said, is it wasn't a beaten pad or anything. I'm sure it was hard to get there. How long? Um, did you- um, I wouldn't even be able to tell you for sure. And I don't even know. I can't remember Dad walking it actually. But um, like I said, it is it is really fond memories of there. And not only that, like when I tell stories now that I grew up like that they're thinking my goodness you're only 40 years old yet and that's how you used to live in the summertime like yeah it sounds like be 60 or 70 years old right or yeah. older but that's just the way of life and we just accepted that's what we had to do right yep i uh, yeah. uh, like at well in the summertime you used to get dark till 9 30 sometimes going for 10 but whenever it get dark we used to go to bed because <laughs> you're up early fishing never had no tv down there we had a radio and um, not very often the generator came on. No. Unless you're working in the stage. So it's a big thing to stay up at after dark. Yeah. Crazy. Right? I know. I suppose you'd have to save the kerosene or something. And even like I said, yeah, kerosene lamps and that you used to use those. But again, like I said, we're probably out in bed by nine o'clock every night. But yeah, again, so- I was up at daylight. Whatever the yes, sun then you would have been so tired anyway. It's just beat right out for a mile to work in a day and like i said there's no tv or no video games in the house so of course spend all day outside playing and entertain ourselves yeah you would have been pooped yeah so it's time to go to bed yes yeah crazy yeah i hear i thought i was the only one that was lonely male all that time i guess i was Um, loneliness (laughs) imagine we had zoom back then i know imagine well, remember what we used to do with to with our friends down in Port Hope? We used to uh, record tapes. Oh, I was just talking that to Toby the other day, and uh, I was just wondering. I don't know if Amy listens to your podcast, Amy Master, or not. She was then. Remember, Amy and Lucy used to be yes. so good friends. And we used to go. We used to hang out. Yeah. I remember was making a Christmas tape with all this Christmas music on it. Uh, yeah. Yes, I because I guess we were doing a Christmas concert, and I guess whoever music teacher was at the time gave us some uh, Christmas lyrics on paper. I remember going home in prison play and singing on top of my lungs these Christmas songs and send it to Amy and Lucy for Christmas. As Christmas <laughs> I wonder if they still got it, but then again, who got a tape player these days? <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's funny you said that because Toby was at the cabin there uh, a couple of weeks ago when we were home in Labrador. 
he got all of his cassettes. Tell me don't throw away much. We had all of his cassette tapes. So then he had his uh, stereo as well from when he was a teenager. Mm. So he brought him to the cabin and he found a mixed tape. So he put it on and the music started playing. She knows how we used to record from the radio. Yes, like from video hits. Yeah, so he pressed record, but Toby's older sister had a baby, and all of a sudden the song is playing, and you could hear Brandon just crying in the background. That <laughs> 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 is gold. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. I was telling Judy last night about how Rebecca was down, uh, was trying to record from video hits songs for the dance they were going to have that night. <laughs> I know. Again, see, for a small town, we used to do a lot. Like, even have dances. Yes. And have a good time. And God, how many times did we used to have to ask Merv for a dance? We What's used that? to say, Merv, Merv, can we, oh, Mr. Gage, can we have a dance? Can you we have a dance at the gym? <laughs> I know. Can you remember my cousin Terrence doing the music for the preteen dance down at the old school? And I remember listening to Michael Jackson for the first time. And I used to think it because I'm like classic Miss Here lyrics all the time, right? So Billy Jean shot my brother. <laughs> oh, that's best words I thought it was. Anyways, it was, oh my, oh my, no, good times. Yes, yeah. I seen a post on social media not too long ago because we were a teenager. Remember, they used to say I don't even know who it was from now, but used to order so many when the CDs came on. You could buy so many CDs and get so many free. Do you remember that? Like for yeah, but I I know who did that, and I'm gonna protect the innocent and not say their name. But they used to order a whole bunch of them, and then get a whole bunch. Them. Yeah, I know. But I ordered a bunch too, so I joked and I said I probably owed a bill somewhere because you could like pay a dollar ninety nine. But then you had to buy six more after at regular it price. Columbia House, Columbia House had it. There you go. I couldn't remember to. And I was like, yeah, I bet yeah, I got a bill that they're floating around somewhere. All this interest on it now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if this Columbia House even still exists. It probably has been bought out by some conglomerate somewhere. Yes, hopefully my name's last in the mix. <laughs> hey, you're married now. You don't even have that last name. True. Yes, that's right. If I'm an ill. Too <laughs> funny. Yeah. What have you been doing to keep yourself busy? Well, again, like I said, living in Newfoundland, we do have our restrictions, but to uh, like to me, we're our new normal, I guess. Like we still keep our social distancing and but we still have friends like we still have friends over, like small numbers, and kids are back in school. Uh Lies hockey season's up and running, so that's taken over all of our weekends. Mm. And uh, again, like I said, we're we're not in Labrador, but we're still live as if we were in Labrador. We're big skidoers. We're going on skidoo again tomorrow after hockey, tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, like we, that's, we're big outdoor people. We always joke and say, well, I don't know why we bought a house because we're outdoors more than we're in the house. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and we moved here a year ago and I know all my neighbors and there's neighbors on the street street. So we lived here for like 10 years. I still know who lives in that house, but I'm, we're outside all the time. We have to meet our neighbors. <laughs> They'll make sure you talk to a poll. If they if, like, you'd get to know anybody and everybody that would be around. That's just your personality. It's so sure. beautiful. Talk to me. I, I don't say no. I have to have a conversation. 
I'm going to know Rachel now, I said, for probably an hour. And I'm like, oh, try to keep an hour. (laughs) (laughs) This will be like part one, part two. (laughs) Part three. (laughs) (laughs) Rachel and Melanie. Yeah. We got lots of good stories to tell, made. Lots of good stories. I'm just glad that there was no Facebook or social media around when we were kids. <laughs> or digital cameras. I know. <laughs> I, I know. would not want to grow up this day and age. No, sir. No, no, thank you. I'm glad to be past all that. And then have social media stuff I'm not on. Like, I'm not on Twitter. And I'm not on Instagram. And I'm not on TikTok and all that crap. Yes. I know. And that's why I say a lot of time, look, I try to... Um, like with Lies and Emma, I try to have a life experience like we did growing up, right? Like the, for the love of outdoors and, but it's hard. We live in a different world now with our kids, right? Technology has taken over. They're, even Lies at 10 years old, he'd rather be on, sometimes he say he'd rather be on his games, right? Instead of going outdoors. Yes, but I mean, like it's all fine Danny to play a game, but have you ever had toasted bread outside with molasses on it and a cup of tea? <laughs> and like some capelin trout on top i was gonna say that's what we had last week on our boil yeah out here i think you got to have a permit to have a fire like we have to have a permit to have fire in the backyard you wouldn't really be able to do a boil up i'm sure somebody would call on you i mean somebody sees a wild animal they want to, if they saw a wild baby animal they'd call wildlife on it because it didn't they didn't know where the mother was but it's a wild animal like what do you think? She's going to get a babysitter so she can go get her food? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's first of a couple of years ago here uh, outside Cornbrook. Someone complained about the moose crossing. And they're saying there's so many moose there because it's a moose crossing. But like, do moose really know it's a moose crossing? Reactions <laughs> 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 there because there's, there's a big sign for moose crossing. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yes. I'm sure that Moose just checked too to make sure that's the right place across the road. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, oh dear. my God. Hilarious. I know. But uh, Rachel and I see we're going pro for all those basketball tournaments. Uh, hopefully our parents ain't listening tonight. But remember me and you and Reno we used to split a six-pack of beer. <laughs> Melly, I don't think you got that right. I think you're misremembering stuff. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> one time we done that. I often think for that and laugh. God, I remember one time driving over to beer. Somebody had put it in front of the skidoo, and I didn't know it was there. And I drove right over it. Good thing it was oh. soft snow. It went right down the snow. <laughs> <laughs> Just kept on driving and went back and dug it out of the snow. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. It was a good time. And we used to do, remember when Melanie, uh, remember when Rena got married and we all said, because when we were younger, we all smoked. And so we were like, I know, let's go bum a cigarette off somebody and go outside and have a smoke together. Just like old times. <laughs> and we couldn't, yes, and we couldn't get it lit. And then all of us were like, <clears throat> this is so gross. I can't believe we're doing, we did this. <laughs> yeah, I think as teenagers, everyone tries that. Uh, tries a cigarette just say he did yes i quit though you 
My God, I only, like I said, I never really smoked, right? Like just to have one here or dear to say you did whatever, but no. no. And I'm glad I didn't like, cause I have a very addictive personality. So if I liked it, I probably would have kept smoking. Mm. It's, it's a bad habit, right? It is a bad habit. Mm. Yeah. It's a hard one to kick. That's yeah. Hard. Yeah. A hard one to kick. Mm. Yes, going down to Port Hope was a good old time. And remember, they used to have a segregated school, too. They used to have, what, a penny, was it a Pentecost school and a regular school? Yes. Yeah, because Pentecost school is right across the road from Nan and uh, Pop's house. Yep. Mm-hmm. I remember one time going down to Port Hope, and we had nowhere to stay, and I slept in the chair down in your grandmother's house. And you and Rena slept on, I don't know if it was a single bed that they, she used to have there for people to pile up their coats and stuff. And you just slept on top of the coats. Well, that's like Nan and Pop. Like I said, their house was always full of people, right? Well, they had 12 kids, so anytime their grandkids start coming around with their friends, there was always a lot of people staying there. Yes. We didn't care wherever we get in and stay yeah. there. Yeah. And that's another thing about uh, going to Europe and Skidoo. Like, when we were small, Mom had five, was five of us. And I won't forget, like, Dad uh, getting a Bravo, or Mom was from Port Hope, uh, getting a Bravo and putting a cart on. And like, uh, usually Yvonne was gone by that time because she was a bit old, older than the rest of us. But like, say, my dad and Chris get on Skidoo, mm-hmm. then myself and mom and Gavin will get in the cart. And I remember it's like taking, mom taking the sofa, the cushions off the sofa, putting it in the cart versus sit on. Yep. Probably had two snowsuits on, blankets over us, all going in Port Hope. Probably take a couple hours on the Bravo with all that in tow. Yes. And then we're going to a hill, and we all have to get out of the cart and walk up over the little hill. <laughs> Back in the cart again. I remember getting Nan's and Pop's house. My feet and hands were that cold, you couldn't feel them. Yeah. And Mom just putting, like, touching my, like, when she touched it, like, you know, it kind of sting. Yeah. Because we're so cold. But I loved it. Like, we used to spend a lot of time down in Fort Hope. We're just because where Mom was from there, right? Mm-hmm. But anyway, as an outlook going back, making that trip from St. Louis to Port Hope, there's no hills. So where, how did we get stuck? Like, where is the hills? It was the hill going down on the way to the bay. Remember when you used to come down onto the bay, there used to be this hill that used to come down. Because sometimes you get stuck on that in the spring year. Remember one time we went down to Port Hope Simpson mm-hmm. and it rained during the basketball tournament. So on the way back, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. it was such a bad such a bad trip like remember trying to get up over the hill there by where lucy earl used to live that hill is something about sheet of ice yes that's so hard to get home and i remember like chasing dino pool's light on the back of the skidoo that's the only thing i could see and i just made sure that i followed that i know god you'd be soaked dead i remember somebody got got their skidoo stuck right out past their runner boards and they had to get towed out oh my god it was such a mess uh, we had so much freedom as teenagers, you think about it, don't we? Like, I can't imagine even Liza and Emma being, well, probably 14, 15 years old, we start going on Skidoo by ourselves down Port Hope. Darn right, we were. And I going was, by ourselves. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't imagine. And thinking back about mom, like, can you believe that mom let me do that stuff? I know. She must have been having it ready for the weekend. Okay, go for it home. <laughs> <laughs> now that I got my own kids, I can understand why she'd want some peace and quiet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just go. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'll never forget. Uh, there's a teenage dance on the go over to Mary Sarver. And of course, you know, Mary Sarver is really uh, close on Skidoo, right? And went, I think it's close. Well, it was half an hour or so, probably. It wasn't long. No. And I, never, I asked mom if I can go because Benita and John was going over on one Skidoo. And mom said, no, you're not going over there tonight. And I said, okay. I said, I'll just go on it around, right? Your doors. Hey, I you know what? She didn't want you to go, Mel. Why? That was the day that you was coming down over the, the day that week you went down over Dump Hill and you and Grant rolled the GT snow racer and they thought maybe you had something done with your leg because your leg really hurt. Yes, I did have a bad leg. And you had come back home that day and your mother didn't want you to be going over to Mary's Harbor because she had a bad leg. Or dance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't listen. I was determined to go to that dance. So me and Benita and John jumps on the skidoo together, goes over for the dance. And of course, me, I feel bad at everything, right? So that time was long distance calling. So I might have been the brightest teenager. I went down at Miriam's and I called mom collect to let her know. <laughs> Someone else's house, I guess, in St. Louis. So I was actually a Mary server. But I was like, this is a collect call from Melanie. <laughs> Oh my, oh my. Right? I can't, you got a good memory. I never uh, remembered it until you said it. Yes, mate, I got a good memory. That's one of the good things I do have. <laughs> well, I didn't go to the teenage dance in Mary Sarver that night. I was there. You I'm sure wrong? I was there. I'm no, sure. I can't remember if I was there or not, but I remember that happening. And I remember you calling. And I said, Lord Jesus, Melanie, <laughs> why would you call a collect? <laughs> collection <laughs> but um yeah that's probably the reason she said no and i probably call you like no i'm not allowed to go you probably went on over and i think you might have found a way because you was bored i bet you that's what happened yes yeah, or maybe you never got back until after maybe you never got back from over snatney until after we were already gone or something i don't know no. Whatever it was, I remember it was because we were afraid something happened to your leg when you rolled the GT Snow Racer coming down over Dump Hill. Yes. Fun, though. Yes. That was... I, I don't even want to... But again, like I said, in wintertime, we had no worries about trucks or cars coming down the road. Maybe a skidoo, but you could turn fast. Still. Well, you'd be able to see the light from a skidoo coming, right? Before yes. our, and like we'd be able to hear it. You'd be able to hear the skidoo before before you see it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun hill. Yes, that was fun. But, you know, nothing beats going over on Carl Bradley's Hill or going up skating on the boys' pond. Yes, I know. Carl Bradley's don't look as big now as it did when we were kids, though. Uh, what about Friendship Mountain? Like the I, mountain? It's not even a mountain anymore. I think no, everything's not even really high. a hill. <laughs> it's not even really a hill i'm like why did we call that a mountain i remember thinking like that we had like passed through this insurmountable like challenge going up over this little tiny hill but i it was know. a big deal or were we that young now well i i think we were young and the hill looked a lot bigger to us yeah that's what <laughs> it yeah. yeah yeah i know you went up and took little flags up and put on top of it because we actually climbed that little hill. Did we? No. So I was wondering oh. we didn't. 
<laughs> I was going to say, remember when we used to put on shows for mom and dad on the mantle by the fireplace? Oh, yes. We'd have our little, like, we'd have the blankets put on so that over our shoulders so they look like dresses. And we'd have our little hair brushes and we'd be singing Polly Paul Abdul or New Kids on the Block. Oh, New Kids on the Block, of course. Yes, New Kids on the Block. Yeah, that's what it had to be. But I also I- love Paula Abdul. Remember, I wanted to be Paula Abdul back in the day. Yeah, I it is. Remember your all your side ponytails all tied with the big scrunchies. <laughs> Rachel, I don't know what we never followed our dreams. We should have just went and uh, we just should, left home went to Vegas somewhere. <laughs> I did go to Vegas, but it wasn't for me. Around <laughs> came back, did you? Around came back home. Oh, yeah, we could have had we could have our own show out there now. Yes, girl. <laughs> yes. No, we're pretty silly growing up, I think. Yes. Kept them. I remember mom used to say, No, you fellas either stay in or get out. Stop running down the house. Either you stays inside and that's it, or you goes outside and that's it. But stop yeah, running. I can imagine how loud we must have been. I can only imagine. Jack and Joy always used to say, You can hear us coming way before you can see us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Remember going swimming? We're in uh, down in um, Oxar Pond. Oxar Pond. Yeah. I uh, know. And that was a far walk as well as a child. Like you, you had to mentally prepare ourselves for that. Darn right. Them old wops would be chasing you all the ways into the pond. You'd have to have your towel with you so you could whip it on either side. So you could get oh. I haven't been in there lately. Have you been in there since you've been home in the summertime? So grown over made it's hard to get in there even in a truck yeah they got a nice little swimming pond made up there now anyway up to uh Ram- Ram- yeah yeah and besides fox Tower pond does go into our drinking water so yes probably wasn't the wisest choice of a place to go swimming anyways yeah we don't think of it as stuff no remember that in the fox Tower pond though when we were younger they had a bunch of campsites or something in there right because yeah, i remember so when the like when you were coming down over the hill and go to Fox Hour Pond, you could see the big work. But if you went to the right, there used to be a couple campsites, in there, wouldn't it? Well, well, who had it there? I don't know. I seem to remember the Pentecosts. Um, like we used to do some Pentecost church stuff, and I remember being in there one time for a picnic with them or something. Oh, okay. Could have something they had set up in there. Maybe. But I thought there was like a couple of places in there that you could have um, like a picnic or whatever. I remember when we had the old school, we used to go in there on that road to do like races and stuff. There's pictures of us running, having running races. Yes. Jesus, I was some short. I make no wonder my kids aren't tall. Like, holy God, I was looking at Colleen. Colleen's head and shoulders over tall over me. I know. Oh, yeah, you gotta love sports day, school ones and then just the local ones going. Like I said, Mary Sarah, Port Hope. And yeah. we were really loud, adventurous. We were allowed to go to Charlton for a sports day. I don't think I ever got down to Charlton for a sports day. I don't think no? I ever went down to Charlton. It was too far to go, me. Yeah, I suppose. But again, like I said, I guess where I spent so much time in Port Hope, once I got that far, probably. Yes, what's, what's Charlton from here? Nothing, really. Yeah, that's right. I know. And where you your cut you were good close with um Lucy and Lucy's best friend was Deanne, right? Yes. 
So she used to go down there all the time. Yes, that's right. Mm. Yeah. No, that was too far for me down there, mate. But we used to, I used to go up to Red Bay, so I used to go on the other side. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I didn't go up that way much, so. No. Those directions. Yeah, different directions. It was awesome the other day because we we just got enough snow here really to go on snowshoe and snowshoeing and uh, skiing and snowmobile and that. And I was telling one of the girls how uh, I love snowshoeing, right? Yep. And I was like, uh, they're like, oh, of course you're from Labrador. I guess you snowshoe a lot. And I was like, well, yes, I was I was a snowshoe queen. It's a '97 in Labrador Winter Games. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the things that I said. That's what I was said to the lady. I said, you know, uh, like for some reason, there's a difference between Newfoundland and Labrador. And I couldn't think of a Ontario reference other than we did have our own Labrador Winter Games. And there was no real communities from Newfoundland in there. It was just something that we did ourselves, right? No. But Newfoundland, same thing. Newfoundland has their own Newfoundland Winter Games where communities Yeah, but this is as fun as ours. So I don't think so. Yeah, that's right. To all of our Newfoundland friends listening. <laughs> We're a little biased. A little biased, yes. Yeah. Like, did they have a Labyrinthon? Labyrinthon is a really cool event. I know. Right? So, what is it? You start off snowshoeing. What? What did you do down in Labrador Winter Games when we went down in 97? Oh, I tried to do uh, the Labrador winter, like the Northern Games, where oh, you the do the yeah. jumping, the high jump and the oh. kick me. No. Yeah, you try to kick the seal. You had to do a seal crawl. You had to do hurdles. And I feel like there was one more thing, but I can't remember what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Over the rope. Yes. Did you get over Oh, I don't think I did anything. I only went down there to go down and party anyways, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Free trip to Goose Bay. <laughs> Remember when you were so cold at watching the skidoo races and you stood in front of the heater and you melted your snow pants? I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm sure mom wasn't happy about that. No. No. <laughs> but it was just one of them like heat like it was like a legit fire that like flame that was coming out of the heater yeah. my gosh you'd never be able to do that now and be sued dead if somebody had hurt themselves now i can do pierce snow pants nothing else i know right <laughs> mm, god and um, that was the skidoo races that was fun i wanted to do the skidoo races but i never got it oh okay yeah, yeah. i know because remember, like, uh, when we go for breakfast the next day, they used to put, like, just, like, little um, Labrador Winter Games newsletter that we could read in the mornings, and that instant was there about my snow pants, and how I was famous because I was into, like, the little Labrador Winter newsletter. Someone <laughs> put their snow pants stand too close to the heater. <laughs> Local famous. Update. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Funny funny stuff yes even the kids that are growing up down home now don't have the same freedom or be able to do the same stuff that we did no absolutely not but again they still have more freedom than out here no, yeah, i definitely. mean out here it is way different a totally different experience raising kids mm-hmm. oh yeah even like say martin you will let martin go in the backyard by himself and play but if you're Oh, do you? <laughs> I do because I have a the house that we bought was uh, originally built by Dutch people, and they 
planted 30 years ago, a whole bunch of cedars. So my backyard is got like 30 foot cedars and the fence is like a natural fence. Mm-hmm. Can't get around from the outside of the back of the house, really. Um, and Martin don't really go that far. That's the good thing about Martin is that he's always staying close by. So he goes out in the backyard. Um, he got to tell us he's going back there. Yeah. But, uh, the only one, the only problem is Natalia. She'll, she'd go out front and she'd talk to anybody and you gotta be careful about Natalia. Yes. Oh my God. Mom says she's just like me. And I says, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in for it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure our parents probably said that. Wait till you have your own kids more than once. I know lots of times I'll t- complain about the kids and mom and dad will just laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> Because like, yeah, yeah, that's what you do. Mm -hmm. God, but you know what? Those skills are good. Those skills are good skills to have. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Talk yourself out of trouble and, you know, be able to talk to anybody. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. She's a little social butterfly. Yes. Yeah. And she makes friends wherever she goes. So she's nice that way. Yes, that's right. She's Martin. Martin don't care about anything. Like he just couldn't be bothered if somebody came over to play. He's liable to go on and play by himself and like not even play with his friend. Yeah. Well, you know that's okay. He can t- entertain himself. That's also a good quality to have. Loving your own company. Yes. Especially now on lockdown. I don't. I don't like my own quality. I don't like my own company. <laughs> I need to be around other people and talk to other people. So, yes, that's right. Hopefully soon. Yes. Hopefully soon. Like I said, you'd be in Labrador. We're all meeting up, making a pizza. Yes, that's one thing we used to do all the time. Mm-hmm. Right now, Shardy has um, like Friends is really popular. In fact, I got a Christmas gift this year and it was a Christmas ball and it was Rachel with the dots, like the friend dots on it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I got the Lego set, the Friends Lego set. There's a Friends Lego set? Yeah, it's Central Perk Cafe. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yep. Uh, Phoebe is there playing her guitar, and it's a couch and a nice little rug, and Gunther is there with a coffee bar and everything. I still watch Friends sometimes, too, like a, a, like a feel-good episode, right? Like, if, it's just a, like, how can you not laugh when you watch an episode of Friends? Yes. Yep. Every Thursday night, without fail, we used to watch it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Chanel, I'm allergic to pineapple, and we always just put pineapple on our pizza. Mm, allergic to pineapple? Allergic to pineapple? Since I moved down here, and I don't know if it's just like stress yeah, or. Well, I don't. Well, I don't know. Because, like, yeah, so the, uh, since I moved down here to Fergus, they got really hard water here like really 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 hard you got to descale stuff all the time because it's so hard you know those commercials for clr i'm pretty sure they made it for fergus so <laughs> so um yeah the uh we were talking about hard water God, i lost that train of thought mill what was i talking about you're allergic to pineapple but you yes. how you was hard okay 
Right. So I think it's that the water was hard and maybe I don't know if it's just because the water is hard and it just reacts different with your body, but I'm allergic down to pineapple, but Martin was too, right? When we were growing up, brother Martin, um, walnuts. We didn't want to share. That's perfect. We're not sure pizza with them. I know. Well, what about me? Well, now, yeah, you're out. Just me and Rena now. Yes. So, uh, Melly, I got a joke for you. I don't know if I ever told you this one. But when my friends, their father was getting on the ferry over Nova Scotia and the, uh, <laughs> he just, one guy looked up, <laughs> sorry, sorry for me to tell jokes sometimes. <laughs> so this feller looked over at his uh, car and he said, oh, I see that you're from Newfoundland. And he looks over at his license plate and he says, oh, I see you're from Ontario. Ontario. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Uh, funny i know that's just your next thing you're gonna have to start up um like a talent show people calling in for jokes or playing an instrument yes well i got some newfie friends that play out here uh they're called poverty arse and i still have to have e-fellers on you have to play a tune or something yes the first time i went to see them live they were they play in town an awful lot and Jan and I didn't really go out much because we were starting the business and we're so tired. And we were working 12 hour days, like seven days a week. Uh-huh. And I said, well, let's go out and have a drink. It was the weekend. So we went down there. Of course, I was tired, but it was nice to hear music from home. So we listened to one set. And after the set was over, they was out having a smoke and we were getting ready to leave. And I said, it's nice to hear you fellas play. I'm, I'm from uh, I'm from Labrador. And they said, oh, you're going to go already. I said, well, you're good, but you're not that good. I'm going to go to bed now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they laughed. They knew I was only joking. Yes. Joking around. But they That's are really good. Though. Sometimes you don't know who to joke with because you say something funny and when someone don't laugh, you're like, should I have said that? <laughs> I know. I once joked around with somebody when I was up in North Bay and he made a complaint because he didn't. He thought that I was being uh, not joking around. Like, no, seriously, bro, I'm I'm just joking. So uh-huh. that was first when I moved out, and I was starting to cut, and I was having to slow down how fast I spoke, and I used to get bored listening to myself talk because I had to be like slowing it right down. I'd be like, oh my god, in my head, I have this said over three or five times already, but if I didn't you know if I didn't do that then nobody would understand a word that I was saying anyways I found I was rude when I lived in Nova. we lived in Nova Scotia for six years and I found like when someone was telling the story I feel like they're talking so slow I just like cut them off and try to finish what they're saying like that's what I was thinking that's rude to do that like I really had to train myself to stop cutting people off and try to finish their sentences <laughs> yes and like the funniest little quote that I saw about that was like my God, these mainlanders talking so slow. Don't you know we got places to be? <laughs> I know. We got things to do. <laughs> yes, I can't stand it sometimes when you're just waiting for somebody like, man, that's a lot of words. You could probably say that in like not as many words and say the same thing. And I yeah. see the shortest conversation that two Labradorians could say is ear one, near one. And sometimes you could just go like this, just a face, like, like just a... <laughs> nodded ahead and somebody would know what you say i find i don't know if we're mind readers or if you're just so close with each other that you know what the other person's gonna say but you wouldn't have to remember the word for something you say pass over that chummy and somebody would bring you 
exactly what you wanted. You wouldn't even <laughs> have to tell them that I need a Phillips head screwdriver number five. Like they would just know like that's what you need. So that's yeah. what they're going to do. Yeah, or we going over there, and you'll know where you're going. You're yeah. going over there. You're going to store to your friend's house. You're just over there, and everyone knows where you're going. Yeah, you don't have to say like uh, northeast on the. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, it's the familiarity of it all, I suppose. Well, Rachel, all I know is that you're getting homesick for uh, Labrador. You're going to have to move back. Move back closer. <laughs> I don't know about that, mate. I got new business now. I'll probably be out here for another 10, 15 years. Yeah. The kids are done school for sure. Hmm. Yeah, after that. You know, that's what I, I once was talking to somebody about hiring another pharmacist. And I said, why don't you hire more pharmacists for Newfoundland? And uh -huh. they said, it's hard to hire newfies because they never stay around. They always want to go back home. Yeah, I know. The, the, and again, we like telling jokes. That's another joke I heard. Uh, someone asked me, like, um, how, how can you tell Newfie in heaven? And I said, I don't know. And they said, you're always the one asking to go home. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Newfie and Labradorians always want to go home. Our hearts are always. Yeah. Somebody, home. I was out in Ottawa and I was part of the Labrador Society in Ottawa. And I never, ever put the connection between the two, but somebody had brought up how we have this spiritual connection with the land that like it is home and like you feel better when you're there. And it's a feeling that like, it's not like anything else, like to be at home on the headland or to be rounding the point to go down line or, you know, going over to Battle Harbor on the back of Big Island. Like there's just something about being there. In fact, when I die, I want my ashes to be spread between Fox Harbor and Battle Harbor, like in that stretch kind of in the sea there. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing better than the sea and the roaring of the sea. Yes. Or in the fall of the year when you get a big swell on and then you're coming back home and you're, so when you're in the bottom of the swell, all you can look around and see is water. When you're on the top of the swell, like you can see everything because yeah. you're way up out of the water. And it's yeah. not choppy sea. It's like a nice swell. So it's not like in the earlier part of the year where it's choppy and you're banging your back off to every single wave as you're going on, you know? Yes. Yeah, I know. Me and Toby started dating. Like I said, there was near a road between, well, there's a road in, in St. Louis then. And I don't know how many weekends he used to come over in the boat. Then we got snow. He used to come over and skidoo. Yeah. <laughs> When he was working on the road, you went over in a helicopter. I know, it's just like a Christian Grey novel going on here. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did you work get into the helicopter? Like, how did that work again now? Uh, Toby, well, housing grade 12, and Toby was finished high school, and um, he was working on the road, I guess, cutting the trees, I guess, cutting the pat for St. Louis, for the road. Of, and... Um, so what they used to do is Friday evenings is drop the men, I guess, or men or women after worked in Fox Harbor, off in Fox Harbor on a helicopter, and then drop and then dropped, I guess, the men and women off over to Mary Harbor. So when they were coming to uh, St. Louis, Toby always used to call me on a sat phone and say, and I guess he used to ask the pilot, I was 18 at the time, asked the pilot if he could pick his girlfriend up and bring him to Mary Harbor. And he used to, yeah. So I used to go to the airport and get on a helicopter, go to Mary Harbor for a weekend. <laughs> and Toby bring me back in the speedboat on Sundays. Mm. <laughs> 
We didn't know how good we had it. I know because we joke about that because it was a Friday evening and uh, we got ready, went to Mary's Arbor. And that was in 99, I mean, until we first met. And uh, I worked at the Midway right up to Amherst Millions. And um, so I met Toby Friday and Saturday, he called over and ordered a pizza from Mary Sarber. So he came over and speedboat, picked, well, it was about 25, 30 minutes, picked up his pizza. We chatted a bit, then went back to Mary Sarber. <laughs> so we laugh about that, right? How he ordered a pizza, came, picked it up, and. Yes, they don't have pizza in Mary Sarber, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. They don't have pizza in Mary Sarber. But... but then again, you know, Lil used to make a really good pizza. Like they had, you know, the best pizza, really. You did. It was work. Um, I think I was more of a journey, but yes, Rachel, pizza was good as well. <laughs> <laughs> All praise is better than none. <laughs> All right, Mel, I guess it was you, not pizza, but yeah. <laughs> I'm only getting you going. I know, mate, I know. I know. Mm. Remember the ghost story, Sound Home? Oh, yeah. Didn't like that. And walk home by yourself after. At least you just walk me halfway home sometimes. Mm. No, I live like two minutes from you, but. Yep. I walk you down as far as Benita's house. <laughs> yeah, you have like a son of a gun running over that little hill. <laughs> what didn't trip up and. Uh, <laughs> yes. Tell ghost stories until we're scared. So, one ghost story that stands out in my mind is on the way out to say Fisher products on mm -hmm. that bog they always used to say that there was um like if you could hear the chains rattling it was a dog set where it used to live out there on that bog back when people had dog teams and if you don't uh, if you're not careful that they'll come and maul you over so you gotta stay away from them yeah well, after wonder did our parents tell us that so we won't go out there I don't know, but there was a little, there was a little grave if there, wasn't it? Like, wasn't there a cross out there? And they used to say it was, or at least my memory was that it was dogs or something. And then they always just talk about fairies and how fairies will lead you astray and don't go chasing fairies. Mm. Yeah, they say not go play outdoors in the fog or fog fairies take you off. And then also going in on the point that big uh, blue oil the big oil tanks. Remember you said there's a lady up to her head used to have her head chopped off? Have you walked by during the night? No, I yes. can't. Yes, we scared walking down there too. Hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of stories. and But again, it's entertainment, right? We never had the technology we got now. We probably made some of them up ourselves. So I don't know. I, I remember that Quentin Pye used to hate walking out there because he used to stay at Pierce's right in Tom Harbor. Yeah. Quentin Pye used to hate walking out <laughs> It, dark, it, 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 dark, uh, dark walk too though wasn't very many street lights walking out there no and it's dark like it, yeah. it's really dark and so i remember one time he that summer for some reason mom and dad wasn't around a whole lot that summer i don't know if they were into the cabin a lot i can't remember but i remember being home alone a lot maybe they were up yeah like i said out to the cabin or something i don't know i can't remember but i remember that quentin was there at the house and he didn't know that we were there that I was home and he cranked up the CCR and he was singing away to it. And <laughs> <laughs> a great time. Yes. But yeah, we, he, media, we would record that and put that on Facebook then. You're darn right. We would have shared that around like nobody's business. 
That's right. Yeah. I know. Crazy times. What did your mother and father do after the um, cod fishery? I can't remember. They fished salmon, did they? After cod fishery shut down, yeah, salmon just for a couple summers. But mom went to work in uh, the crab plant. Yes, until her back was bad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She used to make some good pies. I know. She still makes good pies. Remember yeah. the pop-offs that she used to make? Well, I know. I got to show you my socks I got on tonight. You got socks yeah. from your mother? Yes. Bye. You know what? I got a friend of mine out here knits, and I bought her a knitting book from Newfoundland Labrador, and they got a pattern to make that into a pillow. So she's knitting me pillows. So I think I'm going to do it in blue and orange. Nice. Hmm. Well, I, as in, I'm going to buy the wool for Charlotte to make it for me. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean she? Yeah. I got I got it right made, and I got it in my hands, and I can't do any repetitive tasks like that. No. I, I don't I, have patience for it. I like, like crafting, but I like doing something that is done within like 30, 40 minutes. Mm. But just saying that I did get into rock cooking last year or a couple years ago, so I do enjoy that, though, on a winter's night. I always knew you was a hooker. I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Did you ever see those hookers that you can get that's like an egg beater? No. Yeah, you can get them that like it's like an old fashioned egg beater. You just stick it on and then you just beat along and it goes and make the, when you turn it, it causes the needle to go up and down. Okay. Mm, I have to check that out. Yeah. Yes, I hooked a couple rugs, but I, I haven't hooked them since I was a teenager. And uh, I sewed up some rawhide slippers, but I haven't sewed up a pair since a friends, two friends of mine got married. So I made them each pair for their wedding night or like for as a wedding gift. I haven't made any pair since. Yeah, life is busy, right? When uh... Yes, life is busy and I sew up with a sewing machine now these days. Yes. Uh, can you remember what your mother puts into her blankets to make them so heavy? Her blankets. She used to put in uh, sheets. like uh, sheets? Yeah, like a sheet. That's what she used to put in it. And now she makes them. She puts the bedding in. You know, like a, sheet, like a fitted sheet for the bed? Yep. Yeah, that's what she used to put in them. But sure, they're right heavy. Does she put more than one in it or what? Maybe. Yeah, her blankets are so nice and heavy. Yeah, but the sheets, I think, what she used to put in it. And uh, I don't know, like recent years, while she used to quilt batting, but they're not so nice. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. I got a couple on my bed, too, that she made. They yeah, are really nice and comforting. Yes, you know, it says now to use some weighted blankets to help calm anxiety and to help kids who have, like, like issues. They say to use a weighted blanket. Sure, I thought, Jesus Christ, they used to make weighted blankets down home before they were cool. Because, like, how often do you get underneath some of these old beds, like, with the old blankets on it, and you can barely roll over with the weight of them? That's why I say people there at home are very intelligent. They're very smart. Like I said, you never had technology to show them and tell them what to do. They just knew. Mm. Right? Mm. You take all the medicines and all the old remedies and things. It all, it all works. What did your mother used to give you as a home remedy? 
A home remedy. I don't know. I can't think of anything right offhand. I know for fly bites, because he's got a lot of them, was aftershave. Yes, like a gun going on, his, on the bite, but it worked. It took the itch out of it. Was the alcohol in the in the aftershave that would have done that? Because that's mostly like there's a little bit of numbing agent that's in afterbite, but it's alcohol based. So the alcohol in the aftershave would dry it out. Yeah. Pretty clever, really, right? Really clever. The way with Noxema, my Jesus, you put that on anything, wouldn't you? I know. Oh, I know. But uh, I think I'll be putting um, aftershave on fly bites now. Can you imagine? It's not nice anyway. <laughs> well, I tell you about fly bites. First time Martin like was old enough to say something, like because I took him home when he was young, young. Uh, last time I took him home, he got out of the truck the car in uh, Churchill Falls and the flies attacked us like you would fresh yeah. meat. Yeah. And Martin looked around, little Martin looked around. And he said, this place is not for me. <laughs> God, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, but again, growing up, the flies really didn't bother me that much. Like your door's playing in it. Well, not like now going home and that, right? Like I find the flies... I guess growing up in it, you don't realize so much until you move away where you don't live there's so many flies. You go home and the flies are just... Yeah, well, we used to go out only when it was really windy. And sometimes because the wind blew in one direction, right? Always. Mm -hmm. You'd always face it. I remember we used to walk back on in the wind or back. We used to walk backwards. If the wind was blowing one way, you'd walk somewhere, say, out to down around the bottom or something. But then when you turn around, you might walk backwards so that this wind would still be on your face so you wouldn't notice the flies. Because if you turn around, there'd be a cloud of flies behind you. Yes. Out of sight, out of mind. Yes, and we used to play Queens a lot, sure, when it was really like, when it was a lot of lot of flies out, we used to play Queens all the time. That's true. We used to play a lot of Queens. Yes, double Queens. Yes, I never gained Queens in a long time. Yeah. Neither. Jan and I plays uh, Dominion if we ever played anything like that we play this game called dominion do you guys play board games and that but with the kids i play board games but for me and toby stone play cards no 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 not really i don't play 120s or anything like that the only thing we always just play was queens yes but i don't think yeah no said play queens i always say i married like my ancestors i married a european <laughs> You're gonna teach them all now how to all the good stuff. Oh yes, <laughs> but you know it's well, funny. Hmm? So we get together again. We'll have a good game of queens. Yes, maid. Yes. Mm-hmm. Get Rena around. Although me and Rena has been threatening to get together, but I mean I don't want to go down Nova Scotia either. If it's being said, I bring something to no. them. But no. uh, be nice to go out there. Sure, you can come out there too. When all this is over, we'll plan a trip. Yes. Yeah. When all this is over, you know where we really want to go? Labrador? Lego Legoland. Oh, <laughs> oh, we're going to go to Labrador for sure. That's like for sure one of those things. But man, I'd love to go to Legoland. Oh, you love Legoland, do you? Well, they have these hotels that are all like themed. And so you can go in and our kids are really in the Lego. My husband's really in the Lego. Yes. That's what I'd like to do. What are you going to do when it's all over besides go home to Labrador? I don't know. Like I said, we just we were just home there for New Year's. I don't know what I'll do when all this is all over. 
like I said, I, and with this going on, I'm like, I love to travel, but I'm not even no mood to travel anymore, tell you the truth, with all this. I think it's going to take years for it to all clear up. Well, likely. Yes. Likely will take years. By the time everybody gets their vaccines and people get over their vaccine hesitancy and there's enough yeah. people that got it. No more variants going around. I know. Good. Yes. It's made. Yes, should we call it a night? Yes, it's called a night. We'll say we'll say goodbye. I drew a little picture. I drew a little picture of some flowers for you while we were talking. I like you said, oh, beautiful. Here you go, some flowers for you, Melanie. Oh, I love them. They're <laughs> in the mail to me now, so. Yes. Well, I did when I was home. I was going through stuff in the basement, and I found a whole bunch of letters. One of them was a letter from you for my birthday. Just do not open till your birthday. And you had it done in multiple layers. So like what the next layer was like, I told you, you can't open this till your birthday. And then the oh. next layer was like, ha ha, you thought you were going to get to it, but still you can't open it till your birthday. And it was oh, like okay. little note and oh my God, all the notes about boys and crushes and oh my God. Well, I think that's very uh, creative, creative of me to do that actually. Ellie, you were always creative. I remember in grade kindergarten, we had this math quest book and we had to count the little circles and discs that were there. And we we're all waiting for you to join us in circle time with Mrs. Chubbs. And we we're doing it at the school. And you didn't like come down. You're like, I'm still working on my work. And then it turned out that you weren't doing your mat work at all. You were just drawing happy faces and all the little discs. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> So because you did it, I had to go back and do it too. So then I went back to my math book and I had to quickly draw a little happy faces because that's what you did. Um, talking about kindergarten, I think it was grade one. No, I never forget. You're, for some reason, you always had the best Halloween costumes. Your mom always had nice Halloween costumes. And I remember one year I, I dressed up as a clown and I won, I guess, contest in school in grade one for like the best uh, Halloween costume. You were so mad at me. You're like, but that was my costume. And I got a book. It was like um, it was like a coloring book, but you paint by water. You just get the paintbrush wet, just put the water on it, and then the colors come out on the. <laughs> That's so funny. Because uh, you know what, Melanie? The next year, you were on my bunny rabbit costume, and you won that year too. Like it was not just one year; you won a couple of years when it was always. And the reason why we had so many costumes was because it was handed down to us from Aunt. So my dad's sister, Ruby, was married to Dennis. Dennis's mm -hmm. sister, Mary Coffin, used to sew. She was a seamstress. And so when her kids were done with the costumes, Aunt Ruby got them. By the time Aunt Ruby's kids were done with the costumes, we got them. So they were like third or fourth hand costumes by the time we got them. Oh, yeah. But that's brand new to us. That was exciting. Got all my clothes is tripped, and I'm still really thrifty. Just today, I picked up two side lamps for $10 and gave I them one as a craft project. I am always looking for a deal. I tell you, yes. Mm -hmm. No, good times for sure. Well, Maid, I thank you for spending some time together with me tonight. And like I said, how can I say no? You can't, really. Exactly. <laughs> Because you call me, say, Melanie, you got to come up. I'll be there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
But yes, we'll take care. Like I said, we'll uh, chat again soon with the kids on Zoom. That sounds great. Perfect. All right. Good night. Good night. Bye. Bye. And that's our cue. Thank you for joining us today on Put the Kettle On, a Labrador podcast. My name is Rachel Luther. Thank you to our guests for taking a spell with me today. If you are interested in being a guest or know someone you would like to hear from, please reach out to me on Facebook and share this podcast with your friends and family. Until next time, keep safe, love each other, and take care. Thank <laughs> you.